Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bullocker Podcast. I'm Moose Lundstrom. And I'm Adam Vokey. And we're back for the second time, Adam. We are back for the second time. If we had a nickel for every time I forgot to start the recording on this, it would be, my God. I'd We'd save be myself. retired. I'd, I'd save hours out of my life, you know? <laughs> As I'm laying on my deathbed, I, I could watch another movie right now had I not fucked up the podcast <laughs> 85 times. We got, a, we got a, a guest today. We do have a guest today. And just, and just for the record, I can't say his last name. That's not why I'm letting Adam dead, Dude, but Whatever. You know, whatever. So we have Doug Shasso with us today. <laughs> What's up, Doug? How are you? <laughs> I'm good, guys. How are you? I'm really good, man. I'm really good. Thank you for coming on, by the way. Hey, love it. Adam told me about this, and I thought yeah. it was kind of cool. He bit right away. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. So. I, uh, I got to tell you, I, I know your wife, but I didn't know it was your wife. Oh, I didn't know about some shots. She used to work in Walmart. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I was a Pepsi guy for years. Yeah. So she's just one of those people I would just BS with. You know what I mean? And yep. just, yeah, it's, it's kind of a, it's a friendship, you know, like yeah. every time she sees me, like, how are you? We just, it's, you know, it's sure. very pleasant. She's so, she's a sweetheart, man. Yep. Because I saw you up at CML in Denver, the Gaylord this year. Yep. And she was behind you and I was like, what do you do with Doug? You know? oh, yeah, <laughs> last name, last name. Yeah. 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 He's all. Do you know his wife? I'm like, yeah, that, yeah, that's how I met Doug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she's like, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I bet she keeps you in line. She does. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. She does. She doesn't. Play, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't seem like this. What's up, Jen? By the way, what's up? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, before I did, I, I gave my my uh, my uh, shameless shout out earlier. Right. So like, I got to redo it now. But um, you pulled up and saw my old. Uh, I have a Corolla I've had forever, man. This thing looks like it's been through a war, you know, mm-hmm. cause hailstorm after hailstorm and the paint's peeling. And you said, hey, you're in the old car today because I had to get everything replaced that hailstorm. Uh, but I did go to Standard Glass. It didn't take good care of me. Uh, this is not a paid promotion, but uh, I just want to give Paula Keefe a shout out because she's such a sweetheart. You know, she does such a great job. And if you go to uh, Standard Glass, what what's that? Which one way is that? That's not state, is it? The one way that goes uh, from south or north to south. So state, goes, that's state. That's state. Okay. Yep. On yep. the very end of state yep. by the, uh, yeah. yeah. But so. down there by whatever the, the post yep. office. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. Just one block down from the post office. So if you have a cracked windshield, which if you're in Brush, Colorado, there's a good chance you do. <laughs> um, yeah. Go down and check out old Paula. So, Doug, what are you doing nowadays? Well, I retired from the Fort Morgan Police Department after just shy of three and a half decades. Jeez. And uh, so I did a little stint with the Morgan County Sheriff's Office doing. Court, court security and transports, and I tell you what, I really love that job. It was, it, I got to see everybody, right, and uh, rekindle old friendships. And no, it was good to see people in a different light, right? Yep. Do you think uh, from the beginning? We'll get into that a little later too. But yep. real quick question: Do you think it got easier from the beginning to the end? When was the best time to be a cop? When you started off or when you ended off? Oh, definitely not when I ended off. Yeah, um, the beginning was fun. Yeah, and it was fun up until. Oh, I would say 20-ish, 25 years. Yeah. And then you could just feel the changes. Right. And at the end, um, yeah, it was, it was, it, it was just changing too much. And, right. you know, it was time to change, you know, I'd been there long enough and, um, eh, I want, not that I wanted to go, but it was just time to yeah. go. Yeah. It was I get time it. to go. As you see behind you, we actually do support the police here. It's Bullocker Podcast. So, uh, you're also a city councilman in Fort Morgan. Yes, sir, I am. And that's how I bring that up. That comes up there. I've always been. A, I've always supported the police. You know, I've always supported, but it's not until I had to be a city councilman mm-hmm. and have to deal with what they deal with. You know, so it's so tough to keep cops anymore. Oh, you know, 
Nobody wants to do that job. Why would you want to, man? Yeah, nobody wants to do yeah. it. You know, society is just what it, what it is now. That's uh, And I, I don't know how you want to do that. I don't either. You know, the thing that's always drove me crazy, and you hear the stories from our cops during council yeah. meetings, you know, the stuff that have to go through and stuff. You just shake your head, mm-hmm. you know, and people are just so entitled nowadays. Yep. You watch on video or on uh, the internet or whatever, you see there's the, always the video of the cop, the night stick out hitting somebody, but they don't show you the 15 minutes before that happened. You know, that's a very good point. I, You know, people, who did you think of that video? Oh, they're only showing you what you want. Mm-hmm. There's there's minutes before and there's minutes after. So I said, hey, just wait and make your judgment till you see the whole tape. Right. And Doug and I have actually talked about that before because I met Doug at Aquatics at the Star. So, so we hang out in the deep end of the pool and talk while Jen's trying to teach class. I would pretty say much. you both look very and buoyant. We are. We are and, very uh, buoyant. <clears throat> so when we had talked about The short that, end like, of the pool gets deeper, <laughs> I'm just telling you. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about that very thing about you you only see on social media what they want you to see right and i've had that conversation a few times with my girls mm-hmm. over right you know, what you see is not maybe the whole story so. no it's the hook it's the hook they want you to have you know that's right yeah so to suck you in yeah it's tough so yeah having cops are having to deal with them or having to watch after them more or less which is weird as a city councilman you know no. it's it's tough it makes it hard to you know sympathize with them absolutely so we try and do everything in our power to Support them. Yeah, with CML, I went to uh, one of the sessions I went to was the um, basically how to be nice to cops mm-hmm. <laughs> session, and it was weird because all these these two cops were from uh, ooh, I think they were from Windsor. Can't remember where they were from. Anyway, it was the police chief and then his uh, sergeant, and they're just giving you know, do this, do that, do that. And this is the stuff we're already doing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's nice to know. I think we're kind of ahead of the game out here. So because it's pretty. I think cops are pretty much supported in Morgan County. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I say this all the time, not to interrupt, but I'm very fortunate to spend all my time in Morgan County as a policeman. Right. Very, I couldn't express my gratitude enough for the people here. For the most part, 98% of them love us. Sure. And I, you know, and I was just my, um, my thoughts when I train new officers, you know, the academy teaches them this. And unnecessarily, the the real world out there. Right. He's this guy you stop may have never had a dealing with a cop. You know, you still got to be on your toes, but you also got to remember that he's just a person, and treat him with respect. Right. Treat him like he'd like to be treated yourself. Right. And you can get through anything. Right. And but it's just what everybody's taught. Right. I didn't know. I didn't realize you were a police officer when we first met. The I remember when we first met, mm-hmm. we had the uh, law enforcement uh, comedy show during yes. COVID. Yes. And you were one of the uh, counselors out of Fort Morgan that I, showed I up. I did. Yeah, I yeah. did come. It was very great. I, yeah. That that was awesome you guys did yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, the coolest thing in my book was uh, Kim Dykes and Matt Gordon. I'm going to miss somebody. Those are the two main ones. Mm-hmm. They called businesses around the county and said, would you like to donate to this? And everybody did. Yep. How much stuff did those guys get? I got oh. to the point, like, who has this ticket? Okay, we'll take some steaks with you and <laughs> yeah. take who this. Who hasn't one? Yes. Okay. yes. Come get this barbecue grill. Yeah. Back to the community. Like, Back yeah. to the community. Right. And then when the community loves you and trusts you, I mean, you, right. you, you've done something right in your career. Right. Right, because if you have a problem with cops, well, have a society without them. See how that, see how that does for you. you yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. So You know, I was very humbled on my retirement party. I uh, know Alvina Shrum from Stakeout, love Alvina. Yeah. Over 350 people came to my retirement party. Wow. And I'll tell you what, that is a humbling, yeah, very humbling experience. And I still get choked up over that because I, I didn't realize you, uh, you know, uh, 
the word I want to say. You don't know the lives you touched. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But that, you do. That's awesome. Yep. So mm. yeah, that was a good time. Well, Doug, you uh, you seem like a really good guy. We'll see after your stories if we have the same yeah, opinion. Absolutely, of you. <laughs> absolutely. We got all kinds of stories. Three and a half decades full. No, I, I love it already. <laughs> and we only get three of them. Yeah, yeah. today, yeah. today, yeah. only two of them are true. That's well, right. That's that's true. Which so. leads me to the next piece. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, welcome to the Bullhucker Podcast. What we do on the podcast is bring a guest on. Today's Doug Shasso. I got to say it so yeah. slow, but I got it right. I'm kicking ass so much, kicking so much ass right now. Uh, Doug's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Only two of these stories are true. One's either borrowed, made up, or partially made up, partially, uh, partially true. So, Doug, without going into any kind of detail, mm-hmm. what the one that's not true, did you borrow the story? Did you completely make it up, or is it kind of half true, half false? embellished uh a small fraction embellished okay okay so yep that makes it a little tougher because it's mostly yeah. true so, it's yeah, it's yeah really everything true. everything you're here the names have been changed to protect the innocent you know <laughs> but they are true stuff that's i can't true. make this stuff up guys that's true and no. if you do by chance spit out a name you shouldn't have we'll change it and bleep it out okay and, yeah, all, I mean, right. all yeah, right yeah we have a kill so yeah. uh, three stories out you want to read them off okay we've got backyard prowler Yep. Night at the Mortuary yep. and Ice Safety. I'm, I'm excited already, man. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Mr. Vokey, I've been here a while, brother. I haven't. Pick a story. I'm going to go with Night at the Mortuary. Oh, one may start. Okay. Yep. Well, back in the early 80s and 90s, uh, we did a lot of foot patrol. To start the story off right, uh, we would cops just get out of your car and walk doors. And so we'd find a lot of open doors throughout the, the night shift. And, you know, you'd call another car over to make sure the building's okay, lock it up. If you could. If you couldn't, uh, you'd call the owner, come down, lock it up. You know, two things happened there. One, the, the, the owners of the business knew you were out looking for them and taking care of them. And the other is, you know, you're getting out of your car, listening. You'd be surprised if you just get out of your car and go for a walk. The things that you don't hear. So... The guy that we were uh, working with um, uh, was extremely afraid of dead people. Okay. <laughs> like ghosts or like dead people? Just dead people in general. Just didn't do very well okay. with them. Okay. So uh, the other guy I had was, you know, the mortuary is always open okay. back in the day. Who wants to go into the mortuary, you know? So right. the plan was we were going to go in and. Um, one of the younger morticians was going to hop up on the table and uh, put the sheet over him, and uh, we're going to come through the building. Right. So sure enough, um, I thought, well, just well, I better check with the head guy. Right. And he says, you know what, you guys, I'm okay with this, but nobody gets shot. You understand me? <laughs> that was the first thing no, I thought that, that Nobody gets shot. So the other guy that working with me, we decided, and we had that we had the dead guy all set up, and uh, he was going to come up and and uh, lay on the table, and uh, so the plan went into motion. Okay. So found the back door open. We come walking in, upstairs, and there the body is on the on the slab, foot hanging out. And uh, we're just talking. That was the key word, you know, walking. And, hey, man, how many dead people they got up here today? And about that time, the sheet comes up and grabs the the guy. Like grabbed his hand? Grabbed his hand. 
and it was like squirting all over just to get out of there down the stairs fell down the stairs the other guy and i just screamed hey it's just we knew the guy yeah yeah. oh no he was out the door and then of course when you get down there and try to explain life to him Right, you sobs and oh my, <laughs> oh god, he was so pissed. I had been, so been pissed, yeah, so yeah. pissed. <laughs> Night at the mortuary. I'd have been, you know what I'd have done if I was a mortician? I'd have double dog down you. Is what I'd done. <laughs> I'd have found another buddy who I would have put into under the thing. Oh, and yeah. be like Doug, what are you doing? Well, and you see me no, sitting here. <laughs> Then now that would have been bad because <laughs> I'd have been beating him down the stairs <laughs> mm, mm, until someone mm, has a heart attack or he falls down. Now he's yep. crippled because he's yep. paralyzed because he fell down the stairs. And you're like, now you can't tell me to put a joke on me. As far as you know, that was really a zombie in there. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Hell thanks, no! Thanks that, for taking one for the team, Jay. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, when you started telling that story, the first thing I thought of was the guy sets up and then he gets shot. No. And then you said no one gets mm, shot. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that was that was. You know, we had to make sure that Roger had to make sure that he was behind it, so there was no going for the gun or any of that type of stuff. Right. You know, it was, dude. Yeah, that would be awful, man. It would. Have, oh, could you imagine? He wouldn't have to go far, would he? And what, what year is this? Huh? What year is this? Oh my God! It had to have been. Uh, 90-ish, 93, <laughs> 94. So no really internet or anything like that? No, so good you, God, no. There was no such thing yeah, as cameras yeah. back in those days and nothing. You would have ended up on some uh, some radio show as, can you believe this shit happened? You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> cop oh, yeah. shoots mortician. <laughs> you know? oh, yeah. What do you think about that one, Voke? I liked it. It was good. Yeah, I like it that too. That probably scared the shit out of me too, even uh, though I don't believe in ghosts and all that stuff. That would have probably got me. Mm-hmm. I watched enough zombie movies and stuff, I, you know. My biggest, uh, my uh, what I love to do is watch the Travel Channel, Doug. Mm. Oh, yeah. All the haunted stuff. I love the Travel Channel. I can't get enough of it, man. Yeah, I do. But you think I would I, I would never go to an actual haunted house? Not like a fun Halloween one? Yes. But one that's actually haunted? Not on your life. Because that thing's all attached to you and head home with you. You know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't do it. But so stuff like that. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have some haunted house stories maybe we can do that at halloween time actually we already do that at halloween time oh, we'll do get, you? I'll get a hold right, of you yeah, yeah, yeah. i got some halloween stories we uh, go down to the club tap room with uh, christine because oh. the tap room does it up man that yep. place is halloweened out uh-huh. so that's what we, we went down there last yeah last year we did uh, the best halloween stories so you can actually check that out on bullhucker.com so <laughs> yeah or on youtube or sure. wherever so yeah. we've heard some pretty fun ones it's 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 crazy uh, the people locally that have stories you didn't know you know, they tell you stories about stuff that's happened to them. They're like, yep. holy shit, really? So, right. yep. yeah, but this guy doesn't believe it, though. But ask him about Bigfoot, Doug. He thinks there's some monkey yeah. walking around the woods. He believes all in that, though. You know? I, yeah, I want Bigfoot to be real, for real. Like, <laughs> you know, I, 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 hope, I, I hope there's a giant bipedal monkey you. out there somewhere. We've been hearing about this so long. I think, <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It would be, I'd hate for it not to be. But, right, right. But then the thing is, is, I like watch like every now and then I'll watch like that Finding Bigfoot or Expedition Bigfoot or whatever they are, mm-hmm. and it's like if they actually find something, we would have heard about it. Sure, it, oh, it, yeah. it may have made the news. So yeah, you know, whatever. I don't you know. Kind of remind me of that big dude that gets on there and who? You know, oh, yeah. Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo or whatever his name is. They go there like. Get up there and hollow down a canyon. Oh, look at there he echoed, you know. <laughs> Dude, this, 
What's he doing? What's that? He's like doing like a call. Yeah, thing. like he's like, he's, he's, whoop whoop. Or yeah, he's goofy just like, like all that. these different because there's like different parts of the country. Bigfoot talk different apparently. Yeah, yeah. So he does different accent, calls and accent. tree knocks and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, tree knocks. That sounds like some. <laughs> that sounds like some redneckery to me. That's <laughs> a tree knock, also known as beating on a, a tree with a tree branch. So, <laughs> did you watch a show on Trial Channel? These woods are haunted. I do watch. Have that. you watched that one? I have watched that. That's a crazy one. That though, is man. crazy. A lot of Bigfoot love uh, the Dogman or whatever they call it. Yeah. I've heard of the Dogman. Such a such a such a scary thing, but they give it a name like Dogman. He got robbed on the whole name. You know, <laughs> Dogman's PR guy sucks. That's what happens there. So, all right. Also liked it, uh, but I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. uh, but I would have uh, been more worried that he shot you. Oh <laughs> no, we 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 covered that pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, no. All right, so we got uh, night at the mortuary done. We have ice safety and backyard brawler, prowler, prowler. Okay, there's always one I want to hear the most when I see the uh, the titles, and I'm gonna pick that one last. So instead, let's hear ice safety. Ice safety. Uh, late '80s, horrible day. Uh, very icy, slippery. Um, stopped a guy. Uh, I can tell you, 200 block of Grant. I remember this like it was yesterday. Walked up to the car, got his driver's license and registration. Back in those days, you did not need insurance, just so you know. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There was a time when you just asked for your driver's license and registration. So, it's going back to car, kind of shuffling. If you noticed, I am a fairly large guy. No. And large guys hit the ground hard. So <laughs> my job was to get from point A back to point B, get in a car, safety. Right. And so as I shuffle back across there, I open up my car door and I go to get in. Of course, you can't put both feet in at the same time. So my right foot goes and left foot slips out from underneath me. And I slide under the car. And... Yes, my belly and my Sam Brown belt got stuck on the edge of the car. <laughs> yep. So I thought, man, looking around. Yeah. So I tried to shove up on the door, tried to shove up, that, and I couldn't do it. You're wedged underneath I'm the wedged car. wedged under the car. <laughs> my right foot is up under the car. My left one is off toward the left front tire, and my Sam Brown and back in those days, we had little brass buckles. We had to kind of keep shiny. And that is what got stuck. <laughs> and so I um, <laughs> kind of in a pickle. So I kind of laid under the under the door, and I, I go, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, no answer. I had to yell a little louder. Yeah. Train going by. You know what that's like in Brush, right. Colorado. So right. Fort Morgan's no difference. They got to wait for the train to go by. <clears throat> right, right. Yeah, train goes by, and I yell again. The guy gets out. He goes, you all right? I said, we're good, bud. I said, I need you to do me a big favor. <laughs> I grab the door, the door jam, and lift up on the car. I said, if you can do that, that ticket today goes away. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he came over there, and he, he he's having a hard time, too, and he grabbed that car just enough. I was able to slide out. He helped me up. 
we gave each other a man hug and gave me stuff back and he was appreciative and so was i buddy you'll get some you'll get some butter yeah butter. <laughs> right. I was butter. Wondering, what's the tin code for officers stuck under a car <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm laughing because i get stuck yeah, in a lot yeah, of places oh, buddy Doug, i'm with you brother yeah. no, i'm not yep. little either man that that story i don't remember i'd have to i should have brought the magazine but um another officer had to write stories and it made our law enforcement magazine for really? the state of Colorado. So I always thank Michelle for that. Michelle. Michelle Pence was her name at the town. What's up, Michelle Bull. Pence? <laughs> yep. That's uh did they name did, did by name? They did they oh, put your oh, name yeah, in? Yeah, my name's in there. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. She didn't hide nothing there. So uh, you could go to these little police oh you that guy and no, no, it looks just like no, you, but it's not. No, <laughs> that's Doug Sasa show. I'm Doug Sasa. That's right. And that guy, he, I tell you what, we should fire him. But uh, good guy, he's a good man though. Yeah, so we don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that one, Vogue? That was good. I could relate with that. Uh, I, I mean, mean, I can see that happen to me. That's why I drive drive, drive a giant four wheel drive pickup. I don't get stuck under there. Right. There's plenty of clearance. You know, <laughs> there was such a thing as SUVs back in those days. Right. But nah, you had to drive a Crown Vic, lower to the bot, the lower to the ground, the better. Right. You know? mm. right. Quit making them. They did. Yeah. They made good reasons why. Yeah. Mm. Long get out. Always step up. Right. I well, just wanted to step out. See, that's what they have it above you nowadays because now it's all SUVs mm. because of all the equipment they got to carry now. Oh yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. They, I mean, they have to carry all this extra stuff on them. So, uh, yeah, they have to. All our cities have to go out and buy new SUVs. You know, I just think of, I had to go 30, 34 years driving a patrol car. Convict. And my last year, I finally got a nice little Ford Explorer. Nice. I got to drive it a year. Oh, that's that it. Was it. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was it. That's, uh, yep, yeah, it did. past <laughs> week, I was somewhere, South Dakota, Minnesota, somewhere. And someone, and they, there was a sheriff's officer had someone pulled over and they were in a minivan and i'd never seen a minivan before i mean it's like i don't know a don't cop know. a cop car yeah it was a cop it was like a minivan it was white and had like the decals whatever county sheriff really? down the side of it i was like oh on a low budget there yeah, well <laughs> let me ask you this you're not expecting a minivan you so, are not expecting so that man. cop cruiser behind you you're still speeding you're doing whatever you want you know drunk and Swerving over the road because you think the soccer mom behind you don't give a shit, and then you find out the soccer mom behind you is Popo. So that's oh, ain't I that a bitch? Never expect that. I actually just got pulled over last Saturday. Did you? Yep. For Driving what? through Red River, Red. Can't even I say your last name, but I can't say the name of a town in Nebraska. Wood River team rolling in the town a little fast. You were speeding. I'm shocked. Yeah. They educate you or persecute you. Her computer wasn't working, so I got a verbal. You got an edu- Oh, very nice. Very <laughs> educated or persecuted. I like that. Nice. I like that. So, yeah, I was rolling into town. Brandy and I were talking. I knew it was, I started slowing down. I just didn't slow down enough. Mm. And she got me doing like 47 and a 35 run on a <laughs> very edge of town. Yeah. I was like, eh. So I haven't had one for a long time. Last time I got a ticket was outside of Lyman going to the show in Lamar, the comedy <laughs> show. <laughs> And I couldn't even be mad because that was the most polite police officer. I mean, he gave me the ticket. Yeah, I was still giving the ticket, but he was just such a sweetheart about it. I thanked him when he walked away. It was oh. like, you know. Oh. 
Never yeah. had any of that. The opposite pulled me over. <laughs> she was she was a short little thing. I like looked out. I looked out my window. That I had to go like look down <laughs> to, to get see out her. And go, Come on, little buddy. <laughs> so, Nothing like that. She'll get in there, whip your ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a ticket. <laughs> Drag your big ass out of the car and kick the shit out of you. You know, call me little buddy again, yeah, punk. Yeah, Frodo, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Frodo. All right, we got two. So far, so good, my man. We got two great stories. One left. Backyard prowler. Backyard prowler. Uh, <clears throat> afternoon shift. I think it was a Sunday, uh, early part of the career. So 85-ish, um, get called to um, an animal problem. So then I pulled up the house. I walked up to the front door, and uh, this nice little old lady comes to the door. First thing she asked me, she says, you got your gun? <laughs> and I go, yep. And she looks, that's not big enough. Hmm. This is not big enough. I'm thinking Bigfoot, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I she says she motioned for me to come to the door. We walked in and then into the kitchen, down the stairs, and then we stop at the back screen door. And I you know, I I said, Let me look. So, you know, I'm I'm thinking my sidearm is not big enough, so what kind of gun do I really need here right, today? Right, so right. So I stick my head out there. I look both ways, and uh, there's nothing in her backyard. And I said, ma'am, there's nothing here. She goes, wait, he'll be back. <laughs> and she's just as serious as she can be. And I'm going, oh, my God, what are we doing here? Is it one nope. of those uh, situations? Uh, nope. I, I, you, know, you know, back in those days, it was... We didn't talk about that. Right. You know, it was just that that nutty old lady down the street there, you right, know. Right, And, you know, I felt we said 10 minutes, you know. Uh, I'm waiting. The calls are stacking up. And I said, ma'am, I said, I really got to get going. There's nothing back here. Please. Okay. This is one of them things you do in a small town. You know? Right. Yes. So another five minutes later, she goes, there he is. And I'm looking. She goes, you see him? I go, uh, nope, he's on the telephone line. And I look up there, and it was a big, fat robin. A robin? A robin. You know, the tweet, tweet, you know, rock and robin? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's up there, and she goes, watch him. And I'm watching him, and he swoops down, and he snafus a strawberry, and she says, shoot him! <laughs> Then I realized that my gun wasn't what she wanted a shotgun. Oh. Yeah. And that Mr. Robin took off and he lit up there and he, he goes, You didn't shoot him. And I said, Nope, I did not. I said, That's his job. Yeah. I yeah. said, His job is to eat the strawberry, as the cat is to eat the bird, and the dog is to chase the cat. I said, Sweetie, I said, That is just part of the circle of life. The circle of life. Yeah. And I, she, she, and of course, she was very upset with me because <laughs> I did not fulfill my public service duty that day. <laughs> and I uh, told her, I said, you call down the lumber yard, tell them what you want. I said, I think they can build a chicken wire box for you to put over your strawberries. And I think that'll keep that fatty from returning. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's how I left that call. You know, you can call another cop, show them your picture, and be like, you don't have a big enough gun. Shoot him. Shoot him. Shoot him, man. Shoot him. Shoot him, Elizabeth. Shoot him. You know? There was uh, growing up on Eaton Street, across the street and over to the left, there was a little, a little house that was always rental. My grandfather, well, first of all, there's an old lady over there, and she would come over like, at 11.30 at night sometimes, knock on the door yep. and tell him uh, something's wrong with my refrigerator, something's wrong with this, something's wrong with that. So Grandpa would be like, okay. And he'd walk over there and go check her fridge, go check, you know what I mean? It was just out of the blue. And my, my grandma would just be like, okay, you know, what, like, what okay, you yeah, yeah, dude. But she was just, she was just very old. Well, yep. I say that because I was like eight or nine at the time. So <laughs> if I looked at anybody at this table, I'd be like, those three are. Yeah, very old, very but old. You're very old. yeah, but uh, <laughs> she was uh, super old. But like you just said, in a small town, yeah. do that in Denver. You're that that lady's gonna get nothing, you know. No. But my she, grandfather, she's not even gonna get a uh, an officer at the house. No, you know? no. no. But I mean, same from a, a neighbor, you know. Yeah. And grandpa put some pants on and walk over there, mm-hmm. and check it out. So, well, that's what you do in a small town as a yeah. cop, and you know, um, I, I I came from Longmont. My dad was a Boulder cop. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, when I showed up here in 1983, they still fed the squirrel to run the electrical meter yeah. to turn the lights on. Yeah, you yeah. know, the, the town rolled up on a Sunday. You guys know that. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I called my dad. I go, hmm, dad, they just got electricity here like 10 years ago. I just don't <laughs> think I want to be yeah. here. Yeah. And, so, but you know what? We're all put on the planet for a place, and yeah. you know, it turned out to be the best decision I made. I got yeah. two good kids, and of course, uh, Miss Walmart, my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Miss Walmart. Kick his ass for talking about it like that. That's yeah, what's yeah, up, Miss Walmart. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I told you, space I was going to say now. Oh, small towns. I, after high school, I moved to Pueblo to go to college, and I ended up working in a nightclub. That's here nor there. When I told them I'm from Brush, Colorado, they would and genuinely ask me questions like, so is it like a dirt road downtown or is it like indoor plumbing i'm like yes it's yeah. indoor plumbing or like you said the squirrels what a guy yeah they just they were like they were just so so interested in where i came from and how i got to be here you know i'm like yeah there's that big coffee cup in there that you pee in right is that a toilet <laughs> i mean i don't know i tried to look how deep the hole was but there's not a hole there underneath it i don't know where the poop goes but how often do you empty that thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> little silver uh, thing, and then water comes out of nowhere. Is it magic? Is it, is it? Is it voodoo? I don't know. You know, I'm a Christian boy, so yeah. <laughs> Small town cop stories. When I was a senior in high school, I drove an '87 El Camino, <clears throat> and so there was one night we were all down at the convenience store, and they said, uh, "Hey, Adam, go out to the co-op and get steal some pallets and bring them out to the dead end. We're gonna." have a bonfire and kind of hang out back out there. So we're going to party. And another kid jumped in with me. His name was Adam Cathcart. So we're back there. What's up, Adam? What's up, man? And so we were back there, load these pallets up. I see a cop go south. I'm having 89. And I look, and I looked at Adam. I go, they're with the cop. Actually, it was like, there goes Larry. His name was Larry uh, Sitz. I'm like, there goes Larry. And so he's like, we got to get out of here. I'm like, dude, I'm the only one that drives a brown El Camino in a town of 800 people. <laughs> if he saw us, he knows exactly who it is. <laughs> and pretty soon, here he comes, driving up there and flips the spotlight on. And we just stopped and looked at him. He gets out and he goes, where's the party at, boys? We didn't say anything. And he goes, just tell us, just tell me where it is. If there's any trouble, we, I know where to go. He goes, I'm not going to bust it. I know that there won't be any trouble, but if something happens, I just need to know. Mm-hmm. So we told him, you know, it was out at the dead end. And 
He's like, all right. Because that's all I need to know. And he just stood there staring at us. And we just stood there staring at him. And after about 30 seconds, he goes, are you going to finish loading pallets while you have light? Or do you want to do this in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> so he loaded up three or four more pallets. He turned his spotlight off, went one way. We went the other way. And hey. Cleaned up the pallets. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But yeah. Sometimes in high school, they bust parties here in Brush. They, we just pour it out. They make us pour everything out. You know what I mean? But they never, you know, they're pretty cool about it. So it's yeah. little town officers, I guess, you know. Well, those days are over. No, uh, no. They, almost <laughs> have, they almost have to be. Yeah, you know I know. What I mean? I know. With I people's know. attitudes now, you can't. You got to be careful how much you give somebody, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, pretty yep. crazy stuff. What do you think about that one, Vogue? I like that. Do you have one in mind? I was, I was thinking of Squirrel, not Robin. Oh, squirrel. And I was going to yeah. say, yeah, shoot it, because I hate squirrels. He is. He's this big bastard. is yeah. not afraid I'm of actually squirrels. Afraid of squirrels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real uneasy, man. <laughs> he's, you know. yeah, he's got them big nuts right there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. <laughs> so, um, to answer your question, no, I don't have anything in mind. This is just going to be a shot in the dark. I have one in mind, I think. So Yeah. Before we go on, though, I do want to say, I forgot to say this already. Thank you, Brush Emporium, by the way. That's where we're at, 210 Clayton Street, for giving us the space to do this. You have Bullhucker Studios in the basement. They've been very cool about everything. They've been uh, so encouraging about this. So, uh, you know, there are four people in Brush, Colorado, who really care about this town, who really care about uh, the people. So they, they started this business. You were upstairs checking it out, Doug. It's the first yeah, time you've been in here. It's really cool. I, I had no clue. Right. And I'm just amazed on uh, the stuff that's here, I- it, it's neat. It is neat. Very cool. Very thirty-eight cool. vendors is what they are up to now. So really, but I and I think that's thirty-eight because they ran out of room. So I, I think it could be more because they keep getting applications or whatever. Because uh, what it is is people upstairs that uh, they have they have a great business, but they don't have enough stuff to fill a store on their own, obviously. So or to sell online or whatever. So this gives them a place to come sell their wares to be seen with other people. And it's smart because you come get pizza, which the pizza here is awesome. Yeah, and the wings. Wings are phenomenal. You haven't had the pizza, I assume. No, I have not. But my daughter, uh, she wanted to come up have uh, frozen yogurt. Frozen yogurt. Yes. And yes. Uh, they were closed. Yeah, today's so a closed we day. Did not so. make it up here. If Stay she open longer. If she, <laughs> there you go. So, Sunday's the only day. Sunday's the only day they close early. So, yep, yep. or they would never get a day off. You I know. know and, I and know. A psychotic yeah. episode would happen, and our officers got to show up to the mayor's house and <laughs> calm her down. You know. Uh, but if your daughter loved you, she'd bring you down for pizza yeah. sooner or later. So, just, I don't know. She just It's the jury's still yeah, out of it. Yeah. If I, I love him or not, she you may. Know. She may. The fat guys don't need pizza. So that's what she'll tell yeah, me. You know what? That's what we, exactly what we need. You know what that's what we need. It's a staple. We're staple in the diet. Hey, I get my threshold. vegetables and my meat. That's right. Yep. It's all there. Dairy. 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 Cheese on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but they, it, they've been really great. So, uh, <laughs> thank you, Brush Emporium. And please make sure you support these guys. Support a little town business. They're supporting small town business. So, um, before we go any further, there's a little video we're going to watch right here. Hi, I'm Megan Orcutt, and I'm the owner of Something Magical. We make things such as hand-stitched journals, hand-poured candles with essential oils and fresh herbs. Um, we also have pendulums and other handcrafted items. You can find us here at the Brush Emporium, 210 Clayton Street, or on Facebook. Just search up Something Magical, and there's a link to our website. All right, so uh, make sure you come in here. That's one of the many vendors that are in here, 38 of them to be exact. So we'll be filming more of them as soon as we have a chance. So please make sure you come out and check it out. And please support small-town business because we know support small-town business. It goes away. And also, while you're in the supporting mood, support the Bullhooker podcast. 
If you're on YouTube, on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen is a little red dot. That's our subscribe button. It's a small click for you, but a huge click for us. It's a huge click for us. We really appreciate it, showing the love. So, with all the free content you're getting, and then, are we funny? I don't know. It's free content. Let's not get, let's get out of control here. So, uh, no matter where you listen to it, no, uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, please leave a rating and review. It does help the podcast. And Adam will high-five you in public when he sees you. Yeah, I might even give you a hug. You know what? Let's not get crazy on the hug because... Uh, I, well, yeah. I failed. We had the hug discrepancy. I've been offering hugs. <laughs> Adam's been offering hugs, and then someone walked up to him in the, in the store and wanted a hug, and then you know, Mr. He's Prude. always wanting to hug in the pool. That's just odd. Yeah, it is weird. It's just weird. It is weird. I don't know what it is. You I don't know. supposed to tell anybody oh, about that. <laughs> it was one time, Doug. One time. I thought we had a moment, dude. Wait, it was. It was a he's showing me upright CPR. It's weird. It's new. I don't know what he's doing. The hippies in the big city are doing it. So now we are too. Thank you very much. So, all right. So, Doug, when we do, we, we're going to guess now to see yep. which we can try and guess. When we guess, we rock, paper, scissors to see who has to guess first. Oh, okay. All right. How do you rock, paper, scissors? So you do three. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Because there's two different ways of doing okay, it. Okay, I'm listening. I'll, I'll partay however you want. I'm with you. You okay. do it correctly. Thank you okay. very much. All right. Thank you. You're a three pumper. That's what the three pumper avenues for. Ah. Four pumper. Adam is a four pumper. He goes rock paper scissors shoot. Oh. See, I'm with you. I just go boom boom boom. 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 Yeah. Boom, boom. Ah. Sorry, Adam. The shasso. Oh, shasso. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite now. So. Yeah, that's it. That's All right. It. We are gonna go. Ready? Yep. Three. Yep. <laughs> All right. I get excited. This has been contention. This is like the 130th time we've done it. 126 where we on right now. So, yeah. It's... I actually go and do the stats at the end of the year to see oh. how many people have done three and four pumps. And mm-hmm. yeah. The so, first year, four pumpers won. Last, last year, we kicked their ass. But I think four pumpers are winning this year so far. It's, not, it's not looking surgeons. good. Yeah. So, we got three stories, Adam. We got Backyard Prowler, Night at the Mortuary, and Ice Safety. What are you thinking? I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm kind of leaning toward ice safety. Just, I don't know why, but that's just kind of the one that's kind of sticking out with to me right now. Um, I could totally see it happening. I've been stuck under a car before too, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with ice safety. Really? Yeah. Any reason why? Not really. Just a guess. I think ice safety is actually a true story. Uh, I think that uh, Backyard Prowler is actually also a true story. Uh, it seems like one of those stories you kind of have a smile on your face, like you, it's a, it was a cherished memory. Yep. That way you told okay. it. So, All right. uh, so I think that's a true story. Ice safety, I think that's one of those stories you don't like to tell, but you tell now because it's funny because that's a long time ago, right? long time ago, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Night at the Mortuary. And the reason why... Is because you said it was a basically a true story with a little piece changed, and I think that one would have the easiest way to have it changed. Like the guy didn't fall down the stairs, or, or something to that effect. So I think I'm going to take Night at the Mortuary. You're taking Ice Safety. Yep. And with Ice Safety, you said that little piece could be changed. You know, it could have been a true story, except it didn't make the magazine. That's true. So, uh, all right. Ooh. Well, wow. Doug, so, let's see the board. Let's see let's what you see got. The board. <laughs> it's a mortuary. <laughs> What's not true about it? What's not true? Everything is true except we didn't follow through. 
because we chickened out because we didn't want to shoot the mortuary, <laughs> the mortuary, the mortician. <laughs> Everything was true except for that last part. But chief, be fair. Yep. It would have been funny had he not died, right? I mean, we'd all laugh about oh. this. Like, if he would have bled yeah, out, no. we'd all laugh yep. about it. You know? Oh yeah. We'll okay. need an autopsy on this one. We know what the cause of death was. Uh, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Everything was true. Except. So, eye safety is true. Yes, sir. How long did it uh, take you to start telling that story to people? Oh, my God. Well, let's see. You know, that probably rocked through 10 years. Probably really? pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Sometimes there's the stories in your life. You wait for all those other guys to move on so <laughs> nobody else can make fun of you. Right. Yeah. No, <laughs> I got a whole podcast full of stories of me, but, you know, it's just now I've been telling them. So, uh, Backyard Prowler, that's a true story. True. Everything I said was true. That's cool. Uh, And you could tell, that one I was almost sure about just from the way you told it. You know what I mean? It's a a fun story. Yeah, it rolled. And she's not around anymore, I imagine. No, she's gone. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. But that was a big deal to her. Oh, you know, and I could, if, if, if you're a small town cop, you take time and... You take care of the people who take care of you, right? You know, and it was important to her, so it had to be important to me. Of course. And so, you know, I always say mistakes that our new cops make because they just want to get in and get out. Yeah. Sometimes you got to spend a little extra time. Right. Yeah. Uh, we had a boss, Rick Bain from Budweiser, and he told me that one time. He said, Larry, if someone takes the time to ask you a question or bring a concern to you, it's obviously important to them. Yep. It may not be important yep. to you. It's important to them. Yep. So, Ask, see what's going on you know yep. and he was right and that's at the time he told me i said okay rick you know but he's right he was 100 percent right you know mm-hmm. take the time to see what's going on because it may be a big deal you just not you're not looking at the right direction that's right, right. that's so, right and that that was one thing i think i took you know like i said i'd spent a long time here so <clears throat> most people just want to vent right express their and, and, and you just happen to be in the way, and right, and n- nothing really ever at you, right? They just want to vent, and sometimes sure. you just gotta let them. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Um, a few questions about everything going on with you, if you don't mind. Um, city council, what? But was there anything that was uh, defining that made you want to join city council, or just all all together for Fort Morgan you wanted to join? Uh, no, I actually. Um, we just talked about my career coming to an end mm-hmm. and uh, kind of a goofy. Fee- I still like to help people. I still want to be a part of it. Sure. And um, position on city council was actually came open prior to me um, uh, leaving the police department. So um, 2017 um, decided to reach out and uh, see what I could do if I get on. And people of Ward 1, Fort Morgan, voted me in and. And uh, so I thought, man, then it's a good time to go. Yeah, you know, we have a we have a uh, you know one good perk. I, and you're on city council for Morgan. They pay for your health insurance. That's what I've heard. Yep. So that is a huge perk. And uh, so you know they take care of the other city employees, and they mm-hmm. just throw us in that loop or that pot for for city council too. So, That's very cool. And I tell you what, I very appreciative to that, and that allows me to. You know, not that I wanted to retire, but right. I work at the I work at the hospital for Morgan now security. Okay, so I still see a lot of people. You know, and, sure. And but no, I I've always been a part of that. My life helping people and right. being a part of that. And I like I said, I I enjoy it. Right. 
what's the big uh, project right now for the or the uh, Fort Morgan City Council? Oh my God, we got several things. You so. gotta hate when people. I hate when people put me on the spot like I just <laughs> no, did. Yeah. I, no, I actually, it. We, I it, it. Yeah, we just um, we uh, go back and watch the YouTube channel. We just okayed um, liquor license for a brewery pub uh, in Fort Morgan. Uh, I don't know when the guy is going to start building, but he's pulled his liquor license, so I hopefully he'll start soon. Exciting. Um, yeah, um, you've seen. Uh, well, if you've been in Fort Morgan, the south on. Um, Southwest Street, we have um, um, that housing development that's coming in. Good. And, and like the Tuesday before that, we had another developer come in mm-hmm. and basically across the street from where the old, where the new middle school is. Okay. That wants to be another uh, housing development. And I, I asked him, I said, when do you want to get going on that? And he says, I hope to break ground uh, next spring. So... Things to come, Fort Morgan, housing stuff. Good. Um, we got, um, oh, you saw the the tire shop, uh, mm-hmm. Les Schwab, I think Schwab, it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we do have some other businesses that are all gathering around that little intersection at Barlow and Platt. So. I mean, what a great, what a great section. What a great what, spot. What a great no. spot. You know, and um, since I have uh, Larry in front of us, I he and I talked at CML, and, and uh, it's um, a conference that, most every city in the state of Colorado attends. There's a lot of information you take out of it and and uh, the networking back and forth. And, you know, I've always thought how strange it is. You know, I that there's such, even though we're 10 miles apart, there's that, that competition thing there. And it's just football games, basketball games, which I think is a good honest that part's healthy yeah that's healthy yeah, yeah. but you know I, there's no doubt in my mind that if brush needed fort morgan we'd be right here and then vice versa sure, of course and i just think it would be interesting if we could you know once a quarter once every six months get together with uh our neighbors and uh, this is what's coming to us yeah. What comes to us is going to affect you. Right. You guys got what you got coming. It's going to affect us. And I think it would be good to share that back and forth. And it, it sure doesn't hurt nothing. And, uh, you know, shoot, I've known Larry a long time. But, yeah. you know, since Ron Cal- I've got another friend. Yeah. Yep. That's absolutely cool. Yep. Uh, except for I, I, I wouldn't want the mayor pro tem before we're going to come down here. Oh, oh, caper. John, oh yeah. caper, but uh, <laughs> he's here all the time anyway. He's always, he might as well move here. <laughs> yeah. We kicked him out. Yeah. We kicked him out. He used to live here. <laughs> now caper's a good dude. Him and my mom were good friends. So I, I knew him back when they called him Dogface because oh. he was the dog catcher for years. Oh, remember? Yeah. yeah. So he said it out loud on the podcast, John, because he, he always says, "Go and say, it. go tell him, Larry. Tell him you're going to tell him. You're going to tell him. Dogface. Well, Same he was dogface. a sheriff's deputy. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you real quick. Um, John started at the electric department. I kept having guys tell me, hey, does your brother work here? <laughs> I don't have a brother. Well, one day we're at the old gas pumps, and I'm filling up. And John's walking to his house, and I go, hey. He goes, yeah. I said, I understand you look like me. And he goes, no, I understand you look like me. So we met at the car, and we both looked at each other and go, nah. I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> but there is a slight resemblance, and... You know, he had asked me where my dad had been, and uh, yeah, I yeah. said, "Well, New York." Nah, dad never made it to New York. Yeah, dad, <laughs> dad might have been a rolled stone. Never made it there. Yep. 
Yeah, so nice. John and I have known each other a long, long time. You know, uh, me and this guy don't look anything like each other, but we've been... How many times have people called you Moose? I don't, I don't, more than I can count. <laughs> it's constant. They're always mixing us up. I'm like... He's a big Mexican. I'm a big white guy. I don't even know. <laughs> we're, not, we're not in the same flavor, you know. So you, know, you say moose. Um, my nickname in high school was Tiny. Was it really? Yeah. 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 I was. I was moose as a baby. Oh, really? Yeah. I wow. guess it came out. My hands were this size already. Oh, yeah. So Paws. My, huh? Yeah. My ankles <laughs> the size of a moose, and moose, it was. Go. So wow. hated it. Hated it growing up. Sure. Uh, but all my good friends still used to call it. You know, and moose. then I just I owned it later on in life, and so that's just what it became so awesome uh one more question before yes, you sir. go uh about the cop thing yeah is there ever a time you were uh you almost had to quit for being scared of something something that freaked you out so i mean what's what's how am i trying to phrase this question what's the most freaked out you've ever been as a cop oh my that might be a tough one i should have prepped you for that <laughs> no no there you know there's actually a couple of them and and um i I was in a position, so it was scary at that point. I was a little in control, but the the scariest point was um, we just had a well. We were involved in a high speed chase, mm -hmm. and while you're the passenger, you are you don't you're not in control of nothing. Right. You just hold on and hope to God we make it. Right. You know. And speaking to John Caper, um, we were in a in a high speed chase. We had just went around the beef plant. And um, turned onto Beef Plant Road, or at uh, Barlow, and John started passing us on the left. I have no idea what he was doing, but he was passing us on the left. The guy, I mean, it's just a short distance there from Burlington to Road R. Right. The guy makes an immediate right. So he's heading down towards... He's uh, heading to Brush. Okay. okay. He's heading to Brush. Okay. I see. John... Makes an immediate right. And there was a point there where the old sphincter had slammed shut. Yeah. And I was waiting for the crash. Right. And thank God that, you know, we all had a lot of training and driving. Right. The guy that driving, he did well. John did well. And we never collided. We went, we didn't make it to, to 21. And I was a supervisor that day. And I said, done. We're done. Let's let the guy go. Let the guy go. And that necessarily did not happen. Right. He got all the way to 71, um, brush chase for a little while, sheriff's office chase for a little while, and that guy ended up past um, Woodrow. That the next one out there? Yep. Woodrow out there, and then they pitted him and took him into custody with uh, Washington County Sheriff's Office. But What was he running you for? Know, yeah. You know what he was running for? You ready for this? Yeah. This was back when, you know, you could chase because they just didn't stop. Okay. $10 worth of gas. <laughs> Almost killed himself for $10. Almost worth. killed himself for $10 worth of gas. What year is and this? And that was at the old Roadrunner. Now, see if you guys remember that. I do, I do. It's, um, is that by the outpost? Or nope. no? It was uh, down there by Dairy Queen. Right at the 80, when you got off, it was a gas station. Okay. It was the, I said, I think, Conico at one time. Okay. And then uh, the Roadrunner gas station. He... Kiped ten dollars worth of gas, and that's what he was running that's for. That's what he was running for it's back in the day when you did something bad, you know, and the cops could throw you in jail. Yeah, no, no, we don't do that. 
Yeah, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Yeah, you got to really you gotta piss somebody. You got to really piss somebody off. Yeah, and it's usually not the cop. Yeah, the judge lets him go. So. It's so insane that the the mindset there that he's 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 just risked how many lives? Oh, or ten dollars of the yes. You know, the decision was when we were coming down Sherman Street, and I told um, told the guy I was with, I said, if he goes over the tracks, we're done. Right. He turned right on Beef Plant or Burlington. Okay. And I thought, man, okay, let's just help him leave. Yeah. Let's get him out of town. Yeah. So we went around to B plant, came back, and that's when we decided that Doug decided it was time to stop. Yeah. And, uh, that, I don't even know what year that had been, um, early 90s, probably mid 90s. So gas was what? Buck 25 a gallon? Yeah. If that? Like oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can almost see it now. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's crazy, man. Yep, yep. That was that was one of the because you just don't have no control, right? Mm-hmm. None. Right. You're just hey, we're there, right? Oh, I got a lot of stories if you want to hear uncontrolled stuff. So yeah, we we we, we could have some more. Yeah, I'd like that sometime. Man, yeah, come too. back on. I I like to. I want to get more firefighters on here. Oh yeah. My dream on this is to have a huge diverse. Oh, absolutely. List. I would. I mean, literally to. Have a stripper one day, a congressman the next. Hey, do you know what I mean? <laughs> a, a school teacher one day, a, a pimp the next. Whatever, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. It, 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 do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I, I think stories. That's why I love this podcast so much. I love listening to people's stories because mm-hmm. you know we've known each other a while. Yep. I, I don't know. I you know. Yep. It's crazy the stuff yep. that your friends have been through that you don't know. You know, when he told I, I've known this guy for a long time. He's, he's episode 25, which ironically was 100 episodes ago. Yeah. Uh, he had stories I hadn't heard, you know. So and we spent a lot of time riding in the bear truck together. Yeah, and that was hard. Cause I'm like, man, what have we talked about for eight years? To Holyoke, Julesburg, Ray. Ray. Yeah, I mean, just Ooh. two guys in a beer truck with no air conditioning driving down the road, man. <laughs> two, and a white snake. Oh, tape. and a white and snake, a white tape. snake tape. tape stuck in the deck. You couldn't eject. That's no, you, you could eject it. Just the tape deck's the only thing that worked. The radio didn't work. Nothing oh, that's worked. that's what it was. So my two options, uh, Doug, were to listen to the farm report for that whole trip, or and the only tape I had was White Snake's Greatest Hits. It's only been in the past two years I can listen to White Snake anymore because there for a while I just yeah. couldn't do it. I'd have yeah. you know I'd be the guy the cops are chasing down trying to shoot because sure, I'd have a, sure. a psychotic episode. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, but it's 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 fun. This has been this podcast has been a lot of fun and it's. It's getting stronger, so it's it's getting there. So yeah. well, thank you for letting me be a part of this. No. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Absolutely, this has been a great time. And uh, by the way, John Caper, I'm going to talk you into it, whether it kills me or not. I'm going to, you know, he's convinced I'm not going to, but I, I keep I keep like suggesting. He's like, nah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then again, maybe Doug uh, Sasha or Shasso's got uh, bigger balls than you. I don't know. Well, we'll see. So anyway, uh, anything you want to pump before you leave there, Doug? Uh no, not no. really. Um, I just um, thanks for the community for keeping me, let me be, let them be, let me be their pimp, uh, pimp, <laughs> their Damn. police officer, Damn, and their, um, and now their councilman. <laughs> so you pimped me out, dude. I don't know what they say. <laughs> as the as as the uh, crown victim in the trunk, they put there's yeah, a yeah. there's a hat with a little feather out of it, like a purple hat. A shasso, yeah, the yeah. pimp that's got to stay yeah. home. Oh, you yeah. can't you can't bring it to work with you. So that's gonna be your Halloween costume. <laughs> you know what? If purple, we got to buy you one, what do you think? That's what I'm. Maybe <laughs> not spandex, Doug. Let's not get crazy. Okay, let's let's be reasonable. And a you know? pheasant feather. 
We'll find you. We'll find you some. We'll find you some uh, some clothing with fur on it. And, with, okay. and purple it right. up. So anyway, right. Doug, thank you so much for coming. You're on. welcome, guys. I'm Moose Lundstrom. How about a bookie? We'll catch you next time. Peace. Sweet. That was good, man.